frontier. Pedro Mendes! That is just brilliant! Well, he's racing back to provide the cover. Here's Ali McQuaish! Oh, he's done it! Ali McQuaish from Rangers! Is there going to be a twist in the tail? Love a crash! Yes, there is! But Albert gets it through! The hammer is torn apart! It's Barry Ferguson! This is Rangers Daft with G4 Claims. Been involved in a road traffic accident? Get them now at notatfaultclaims.com. Welcome once again to Rangers Daft. It's your exclusive Patreon-only podcast for all the teddy bears out there. I'm producer John, normally sitting behind the desk on Football Daft. And with me... And now, Grado's not here this week. And I had to... I really, usually, we'll, we'll compare you to a player every week, Stephen... But, and I had a, I had a, quite a good one. I had I had picked out two goalkeepers this week, one for you and one for Guido. So it was going to be the Jesper Christensen or the Thomas Meyer of the Rangers podcast. And world. what what one would you have went for? Uh, well, considering I'm like four foot four, I'll probably not take any of them, John. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of like I'm not. Really, I'll, leave, I'll leave it to too. Leave it to Cammy. Right, right, well, we've not got Guido here this week. But instead, um, we've invited two of your thespian uh, friends, Stephen. Would you like to introduce yes. them? Yep, uh, we have Gavin John Wright, who has been in everything that's been going in Scotland. He's tried the board for years, he's been on TV, he's played football at Ibrox, he's done a lot, do you know what I mean? So he is here. And um, we've got Cami Fulton, who has also tried the boards and been on loads of stuff and is recently in River City with myself. He plays Tyler Folks in River City. So two thespians and two good teddy bears. <laughs> has, have any of been in an episode of the Tiger? Aye. No. Stephen Aye. has, Stephen has. Cammy's too young for that. Cammy's too young for that. We should play it, we should play it, we should play a game here, right? Okay, so Stephen's put his hand up for Taggart. Has anyone been in still game? Aye. There we go, Gavin. Gavin's answer to everything. Just... A wee bit, tiny bit, tiny bit in base, about one line in each one of them. Gav's answer to everything just got to be aye. Aye, aye, aye. He's the busiest actor in Scotland. Right, right, Gavin, that, would take, that would take a less time to go through stuff that Gav's not been in. Aye, aye. <laughs> right, fair enough then. Um, Outlander? Oh. Oh, no. Oh. We've, got, we've no, found no, no. one. We've found one. Right, boys, we'll need to petition to get you into Outlander for the next season of that then. Um, so, it's not about acting. It's about the Rangers. Um, so, thanks for coming on, boys. We, we ask every all our guest pundits. We go around, we ask them, what's your favourite Rangers player of all time? Go start with you, Gav. It's, got, it's just got to be Coisty. Coisty? I mean, like, because when I grew up. I grew up, I grew up in England, uh, just over the border in the Lake District. And um, I was like, small, ginger, Scottish, <laughs> big Rangers fan. So, I was like, and that was the time of nine in a row. You know what I mean? So, and McCoyce was just, God, man, like, mm. just, still is, let's be honest. Aye. Aye. Just the best. I just mind when the, you know, that way people are talking about, like, never meet your heroes and whatever, right? And then, um, obviously, that charity game, you're talking about Stevie a few minutes ago. Stevie like, hates like, talking about the charity game. He never talking about it. Oh, yeah, but it doesn't. Wait, we've really bring it up, but if you no, want to go, we can bring it up. We'll chat about it. Bring it up, why not? Are you there? I'm happy to talk about that. You can't talk about it, you'll break my heart, man. <laughs> but he just walked into, so Stevie and I was in different dressing rooms, and uh, and uh, he just walks in, and people started laughing. He, just, he didn't say anything, and it was just, he's just, he's just the business, man. He is, he is. He's opening like, to me was, he just looked at me, and he went, 
fuck's sake, wee man. You make Wally Henderson look like Peter McCloy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he'd look at you and ask you if you're the mascot, puppy. <laughs> <laughs> too wee, mate. I'm too wee. Cammy, <laughs> uh, what about you? Uh, well, obviously, like Gav says, mate, um, Alan McCoy, he's just, he's just a wee smidge before my time. So I think um, for me growing up and actually going to games and remembering, it has to be, has to be Barry Ferguson, man. Yeah. Um, absolute legend. This season where I'm wearing my, my top, the 2002-2003 season, it's the first season I can properly remember. And Barry Ferguson was just unbelievable. Something like 18 goals in midfield that year. Um, obviously the treble winning season, like I say, with it being the first season that I can really remember, I thought this supporting a football team malarkey was easy peasy, man. Just <laughs> Little did I know it was in the corner, but um, no, it has to be Barry Ferguson. Uh, a big, big, obviously, Rangers legend and icon and for a big family. And hopefully we'll be seeing his nephew coming up the marble staircase in the next season or two. Yeah, Who knows? Maybe. Maybe. You never know. Maybe. You never, maybe. You never maybe. know. Um, and your favourite Rangers moment of being a supporter, Gav? There's a few, it like, I think being at Manchester was great. Yeah. Just like, because I, I remember saying to my, my wee cousin when, when we, we, we beat Fiorentina in the, in the, the penalty shootout, I was just going, this, he was like eight, eight at the time, maybe, I think, maybe seven or eight. I just remember saying, this, this doesn't happen. Do you know what I mean? Like, this isn't normal <laughs> for us. I remember, Aye. like, Victoria Zizkov and, and like, Levski Sofia and, AEK Athens and all this there and then we're in a final I was like Phew. so and obviously like it didn't end well and and the, the season obviously we still finished up with two trophies but but it just it felt like a damp squib almost but just seeing your, your team coming out and and yeah. the European uh, and a European fireman was unbelievable unbelievable maybe that and an individual moment maybe when Edu scored that win on like the 90 oh what a day minute or whatever it was what a day what a day I, I think was. I, I think I ended up about 10 rows forward. It, it was, I'm sure it wasn't the only one. That was, as an individual, like, last-minute winner in the whole firm game as well. Just magic. Aye. Yeah. I was raging when Boyd missed it. Missed it. I felt it, Boyd. And I remember, like, when the ball went in, because I'm so wee, it was like I was fucking levitating. I was getting crowd-surfing <laughs> when the fucking, the govern stone, man. Like, I felt like I was nearly on the pitch. But what a day that was, man. What were you, Cammy? Uh, I obviously, obviously Manchester, but in terms of like what Gav saying, actually being there, my 16th birthday, I went to my first ever old firm game. Um, we won 3 0, 20th October 2007. It was uh, Nacho Noble, Barry Ferguson, okay, huh? uh, the Noble penalty at the end. The, uh-huh. My dad, he's, he's not interested in football, but I used to go with my first season book myself that time. And uh, my dad's not that any football, and he used to take me through the Clyde Tunnels. So and I completely neglected to remember that Selick used to get the pull of the Broomlow and stand. So we came out the Clyde Tunnel and just seen this sea of green and white, man. I'm like a few hours, turned 16. As I'm going to get out here, he's like, I can't let you out with all the Celtic fans. Um, I was like, fuck this, get out. Um, they started shouting over and all that. Inexplicably, there was another Ranger. I don't know what the other Rangers guy was doing walking down. <laughs> he's like, I'll take him, I'll take him. So they start shouting like derogatory things and all that. And just said, like, oh man, this is a bit intense. Polis shout is there, like what you're doing, going to the game, got in, one three now. One of the best days of my life, man. It was unbelievable. Um, so, in terms of being there, 16th birthday, first old firm game, 3 0. Yeah. Brilliant. But I, Manchester, man, like the first and I think the only time since I've ever great and uh, a football game we lost. I was at Ibrox, I was doing my hires the next day, not to make first day in Gavin Field. <laughs> Cheers, mate. <laughs> right, thanks for that, guys. Thanks for that. <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't allowed to go to Manchester because I had my exams the next day. So, um, 
But to be to be at Ibrox and to to, to see that, and there was a rumor it probably wouldn't have happened, but there was a rumor that a helicopter was going to be coming up if we won it and all that, and it would have been yeah. amazing. But I again to get to a European final, unbelievable. But um, I I would need to be in terms of being there the three 0 on my sixteenth birthday, unbelievable. Yeah. Well, let's um, talk about some other good memories and let's go back, first of all, to last Thursday night and Rangers striding in with a game to go into the last 32 of the Europa League after a 3-2 win against Standard Liège. Um, Stephen, let's start with you. What did you make of the game? I think, I mean, we were texting quite a lot in the group chat, weren't we, guys? Kind of, so you probably know what I'm going to say. It's kind of like, we showed a totally different way a winning, which kind of pleased me, and I thought, I thought Liège looked, if I'm being honest, for the first 20 minutes, I thought a class above us. They were moving the ball about great. They were playing like a team that knew they had to win to stay in the competition, and we just couldn't get near them. We couldn't lay a glove on them. But I thought we were very fortunate to go in at the break level, and then it came out and win the game. I think the team would have took so much for that because it was like we didn't play particularly well, but we got the result. And we're through with a game to spare. And I think for morale and for confidence in the ranks, I think that would go a long way. Did you have to? Was it a case of having to dig deep, Gav, on on Thursday to get dig out that result? Uh, yes and no. I think I think can I agree with Stevie? Like the first twenty minutes, I mean, they, you were like, "Christ, this is a good team," but they were they're a good team. Do you know what I mean? Mm, so it's are. like, yeah. so they're gonna they're gonna have periods in a game. And and I think obviously the formation kind of spooked us a wee bit, and Tav and Barris is probably getting forward mm. as much as they, they, you know, they usually would do. But um, but I think it was like the nature of the goals that that was sort of that kind of worried me. So then Die. to actually to come back from that, as you say, get in at half time, it's just it's uh, and I, I'm loath to say this because I don't want to jinx it, right? Because these two will tell you like I'm just the biggest. Like, I can't celebrate anything at all, right? But for me, like, getting in at half time is at two each is the sort of things that teams on an unbeaten run do. Mm-hmm. I mean, by hook or by crook, you just, mm-hmm. how the hell do we get out of that at two each? Not that we've been absolutely battered, but but we weren't the better we're team. Kind of out of sorts, we kind of, didn't we? I don't know, something like that. Exactly, aye, for whatever. And then, obviously, second half, uh, I think I think what Gerard said after the game about, about us doing to Liège what Benfica did to us I think that's true like mm-hmm. you know they had to work at such a level mm-hmm. to try and do that to us that eventually they were going to tire out and then you know the running the running uh, from all over the place in our team at the moment is unbelievable Kent over it so much Kent and Roof and Arfield and so I was I was worried but I was really impressed the fact that they just found a, I'm, I'm just saying the same thing that, that they just found a way to do it at a time and didn't go to the last game because right. as Tammy was saying in the group chat as well like you don't want to we've got Dundee United away we've got, we've got Ross County away we don't want to have to play it's the perfect scenario the well again, again and again and again because that's yeah. what happened last season you know I mean? after Christmas we fell away because they'd all played yeah. so much I think uh-huh. were you impressed by I mean that's the first time this season that Rangers have went behind I mean they went behind twice in this match and they'll be able to come back you know, twice and, and then go on to winning him. Were you impressed by the, the character they showed to do that, Cami? Because, I mean, when you've not seen that happen this season and yet you've went behind twice and still pulled it out of the bag. Absolutely, man. And I think that can be a hangover when you are, when you are worried after such a, a long run and like you're saying, it's the first time you've went behind. 
a hangover from how we've completely capitulated in the last couple of seasons after um, Christmas can be like we're always waiting, like Gav said a few times, rightly, we're always waiting in that one game that might just swing it, man. That might just like might just make us think, you know what, maybe we're on that downward slope again. Here we go, this infamous Christmas break coming up. A lot of difficult games coming up in um, December, January's a, a horrible month. So sometimes because of the capitulation that's happened the last couple of years, you are just waiting in that one game to swing it. So if that was to end up being one that we've um, let a few in, the defence isn't as good as what we thought, you don't know how that's going to snowball. One thing that I was impressed with, though, is that Liège came with obviously a great game plan to pen in our fullbacks. They are a fantastic footballing team. And for them to come to Ibrox and for us to get the respect in Europe now, where they've completely changed their formation and how they approach a game, because how good mm-hmm. we are, because how worried yeah. they are for us. Yeah. Um, I think those, the, the strides that we've made, I think it's also good going behind coming back to win because there's been a lot of said and rightfully so about how amazing the defence has been. But that shows that if you want to come and just have a shootout, we can beat you that way too. We can just score one more than you if you want to do that. Yeah, I think yeah. it's a great mentality to have to, to know that we can go <clears throat> and get a result, dismantle a team, keep a clean sheet, or if you want to come and go end to end, we'll beat you there too. I think it, make, it, make, it makes teams need to worry about we're going to need a plan B through D to get certain Ibrox or when Rangers come, whereas with teams like Warburton, certainly with Kashinia, they only needed one plan to take a result. Yeah. So we, aye, how we can aye. change the formation and change how we play and change the players, the bench that we've got this season. It was really pleasing. Um, it, it's great to look back on hindsight and go, that's good that we went behind. Obviously, if the result was different, it'd be different, but I think it's just pleasing. It just shows another, another character about how this team just looks different this year in loads of ways. Yeah. Talking, talking about defence there, it was. I don't think the fullbacks had the best the best games. I mean, obviously Taverni steps up again, and scores a penalty. But I thought again in Europe, that's the second or third time I've seen the Rangers defence looking a bit shaky uh, when it comes to you. What did you put that down to? I think like Gav touched on as well, and <clears throat> like Cami says, the way Liège set up. I mean. The way they came and they pinned like Barisic and Tav, they looks like they just cause you what was happening to them. Goldson and Balogun were just getting dragged out, just getting dragged out and dragged out, and just you don't want your centre half dragged out. And I think you look at other games, Benfica. I mean, who are they not going to score against? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> so it's kind of it's different in Europe. Do you know what I mean? Even like Poznan when they came to Ibrox, I thought. They looked a technically very, very good team as well. So these teams are just good and it's going to be hard to keep clean sheets. Uh, Hollander had a bit of a nightmare over in Portugal, didn't he? Like, uh, uh, the, the Benfica games. Um, you can't, I mean, it's not to, not to bring any other team in here, but it's a, it's a phase that's getting saved a lot across the city now. So you can't make any plans for individual errors. Um, uh-huh. Hollander had a bit of a nightmare, but... Again, like Pod they say, this is these are really good teams, man. This is a this is a group that could have finished in any order, I think. Mm. When it could, when we were saying that and we were chat. in pot three. Aye. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. any team one through four could have finished in any order in this group. I thought yeah. like I think yeah. I would probably likely come out top, but we've shown two draws, do you know what I mean? It can get really, really close. So I think you need to remember that these are just brilliant teams we're coming up against. Right. Yeah. I think just see see what you're saying about Hollander there as well. I think I think he's brilliant by the way. I think he's a fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and obviously yeah. you're going to have moments, right? And 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 it wasn't like it just so wasn't like him, especially the mm-hmm. especially the first goal, um, mm-hmm. in in uh, Lisbon. But and even the second goal, he 
he was kind of caught out, but he kind of he was making up for it. You know, he he kind of done his job yeah. in a way. But again, these teams against whatever you want to call it, lesser opposition, then those mistakes might happen, but they're they're recovered, and you go, oh well, you know, Rangers managed to sweep that up or whatever. But against these teams, you do that and you get punished, and that's just yeah, exactly totally. what you're talking about. That these are they're good sides, man, and we. Yeah, so yeah. I think I think. We need to take our confidence from that. Yet of going, what you were talking about. Look, if we go behind or if we, that we were able to to get through it. Do you know what I mean? I also think as well, like Jack missing has been a big factor the last couple of games as well. Definitely, definitely. Because against Benfica, we did tire, and you think we should have changed it maybe, but there wasn't really any midfield options to change it except for Zungu, and that's a hell of a thing to throw him into. Against a team like that, so is that going to expose him more? I, I don't know, but well, I mean, it's an improvement again in Europe. I mean, Steven Gerrard seems to have his card marked in Europe. Brilliant. I mean, mm. that's you know, every season he's been in charge, it's been one stride forward Aye. every season, you know, and that's into the last 32 now. Uh, why game to spare? Um, interesting statistics you've lost just one of your last 22 home matches in Europe, and that's including the qualifiers, so 115 drawn six in the last 22. <laughs> It's unbelievable, man. It's unbelievable. unbelievable. There's some really, really top teams in there, man. Really good teams have came to Ibrox and couldn't get a sniff. Just take, I mean, we were talking about in the group chat as well when you think about, Gavin, you were saying you're in your kitchen after the progress game and then you look at it now, do you know what I mean? It's like, it's night and day and Gerard and his background staff, man, they deserve every plaud that come in, man, honestly. It's just, the thing is, it was like, I've seen loads of people talking about your know, Cushina. Uh, he actually wasn't arguing. He was in there and he was facing up to the fans and apologising and all that. But like, it's the, it's the image that that portrays. Oh. The moment, the image <coughs> is, is all about. That's the banter years. If you're talking about the banter, yeah. That's the photograph you use. Exactly. That will be Marty on his head. That one in Mordney whacking that Motherwell player right in the dome, man. Aye, aye. And then, and then Graham Murty doing a heat stone in the Professional, do you know what I mean? Like, everything's aye. just, even even in the Celtic game, right? Um, when we, I think we just scored, we went 2-0 up, it was like 65 minutes or something. And I'm sure, I, I'm sure he brought on Jack. He took off a forward mm-hmm. and he brought on he Jack. Did. He did. He did. Because mm-hmm. we had a European game. Coming up, so it was mm-hmm. all about professionalism. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that that says it all for me in terms of what what Gerard's done in Europe. Like, yeah, totally. definitely, mate. definitely. I mean, I mean that win as well. You know, looking at the coefficient, if you if you've seen that, basically the win is taking Scotland up to eleventh place in the eleventh place. So it's it means that. The, uh, I think for next season, if we if you keep there, it'll be a direct place into the Champions League for the domestic champions. So straight into the Champions League, no fanning about in qualifiers, and you know that would just be the icing on the cake for us. That would totally. like if we win the league, and then obviously winning the league is icing on the cake. But getting straight into Champions League, man, would be. Do you think right now? I'm, I'm, I think I was speaking about this on Celtic Daft with Chris. Um, I don't like this, John. You've got to be snug. No, 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 no. Right, okay. Advocate so, coming. No, if it, you know, so Gerard seems to be challenging himself in Europe, like we said there, brilliant every season. Though obviously, the, I guess the worry from the Rangers supporter is if, and uh, sorry, Gavin, I, I don't want to, to, to frighten you here. Yeah, let's just we're just living in fact. As an actor, we're living in fantasy world here, right? But <laughs> let's just let's just say Rangers win the league this season. They progress in Europe. Let's say beyond fantasy world, John. 
right now <laughs> they progress again in Europe what they've already done they maybe get a cup to their name this season the talk in the summer inevitably is going to be about Gerard and moving on do you think Champions League football and a chance to test himself there is enough to make Steven Gerrard stay in the summer? Depends on who's offering him. Aye. If it's... But obviously, who, if, it, if it's Liverpool, obviously he's away. Yeah, well, what's it? Liverpool. Cop's going, going to be there. Cop's going to be there. So it's but, not going to be Liverpool. But let's say, let's say a, a mid-chat, let's say a Leeds, or let's say a, a Southampton, or one of those kind of mid-level teams, Newcastle, Come no. in for, for Gerard. Do you think he stays yeah, for Champions League? No, he stays. He stays. He stays. Aye. I don't aye. think so. I, I don't think he would go because I think he's like he's got too much. He's built too much. Mm-hmm. Like do you know because because that was one of the things about remember when he was when he was coming people going what is he touching that for because we were a basket case right but obviously aye. that means you've got a complete fresh start mm-hmm. so to do it the way that so he's he's brought in so many staff and all that so. I think it'd have to be a serious job, like top, top seven, maybe, right. maybe that. I don't know, maybe or that's... maybe the England job. Everybody, everybody knows obviously he's earmarked for Liverpool if he does well. So then, I, I agree, totally agree with Gavin. It needs to be a top team. But then you're getting into the realms of it's not going to be Man United, it's not going to be Man City. Do you know what I mean? Like the the possibility becomes smaller and smaller because. It's, He's ultimately, if it goes well, Touchwood going to end up at Liverpool. So then you're like, where do, where is he actually going to go? Mm. Because, like I say, out of the top seven, it then becomes maybe fucking two teams. That he's actually what about Leicester? Going what about Leicester taking over for Brendan at Leicester? <laughs> he would maybe he would maybe do that just to annoy Brendan even more. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it, like the boys are. He's built up too much. I think winning. Their first fucking league title since 2011. I think if he does that, we're in the Champions League. He's not walking away for that. No, no chance. No chance. I mean, I mean, Rangers in the Champions League. Could we oh, see it? Oh my oh. god, man! Listen, <laughs> <laughs> guys, I feel sick. <laughs> Why did Gav's feeling? <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> uh, so. Straight to the last 32 in Europe, we'll, we'll speak about um, the final game uh, in a wee bit. Uh, let's move on to the weekend's game, Ross County against Rangers. <sighs> Again, just it seems to be, and we've talked about it before here, Stephen, it just seems to be copy and paste for when it comes to the league. Job Aye. done. Again, goal scored. You know, County didn't look that bad to me again. No, like I was worried. I was See, right before the goal, the first, Rangers' first goal, McGregor pulled off a good save, man. Yeah. It was a great chance. Ross County yeah. get in behind, and the boy done well. He kind of cut in and get the shot away, and it was a good save for McGregor. But the first goal, man, ugh, Stephen Davis, that boy to have like that's no an easy pass. That's no, the boy's coming at him. It's just possible, man. Oh, I don't, don't know if you've seen it. Um, see the there's a clip on on a Rangers TV this morning. Like there's a I seen it, mate. You and it's showing you if you bang the goals. And you've got and Kent, the, so it's aye, and you've got Kent. Kent sort of in the inside right channel playing to Morelos and, and the whole thing is always a moving picture. It was just aye, like, aye. a great goal. Great goal. It was just, I think after that, the first goal kind of settled us. I think it was just a case of the scary thing every season for the past couple of years now. It's like the low block, man. It's just Ross County just sat in and it was quite, you, you were actually watching the game going, how are we going to get through them? Mm-hmm. I mean, how are we going to, 
how are we going to break them down? Because they were just so, just it was just like a field of fucking Ross County players in the area, mm-hmm. and you're like, but we done it, and it was another four goals scored, man. And you get you get that thing as well. I don't know if you feel the same, boys, but after if when we play a team that's just got a result against Celtic, I'm always worried because they're looking for aye, that quick double header, man. Aye, looking for that quick double header, and they're, they're galvanised and all that, and I'm always worried. And then I like the first the, the first half the first twenty or so minutes of the first half, uh, you were thinking like Puddy saying, "This is the start of this low block catching, is it?" But McGregor's save is unreal. Morelos, he's running for the Davis pass is unreal, and Kemar Ruth, what a player, man! Yeah, that finish as well. That's the sort of goal. Uh, a wee bit like remember seeing somebody saying about the the Itton goal. I think it was, mm-hmm. it was the second goal against Motherwell. Just and Motherwell, the one he'd be more happy with because he was there. Aye, because aye, it was aye. like you know, it, it was like again, it's McCoy's like that's roof attack in the near post. That's mm-hmm. just wanting to get there. Do you know what I mean? That was mm-hmm. just fantastic. I mean, you, you said, I mean, Ross County set up that kind of low ball. And like you said, the tactics seem to be working. But it just seems that once Rangers get that first goal, there's no stopping them afterwards. It, I mean, you saw that against Falkirk. You saw that. You've seen that countless team times this season. So against who? We won't talk about that. We won't talk about that again. <laughs> um, so uh, 14 clean sheets in the last 16 games, which is, again, an incredible, incredible record. It just seems to be non-stop. And let's talk about your, your right back. Um, I pulled up this stat. Um, I don't know if you've seen this one. Uh, between Barisic and Taverni, they've got 39 goals and assists. Celtic. <laughs> Celtic. What? I've, between their two fullbacks, I've got three. <laughs> <laughs> That's assists and goals. How much have Celtic strikers got? Because it's nowhere near that either. <laughs> Do you know? I, mean? I know that's true, mate. That's true. <laughs> I, I, mean, true. I saw. I saw a stat. Well, I didn't see a stat. Uh, my mate said, "Mate, you would crucify me if I said that." I saw it in the sentence. He sent me it saying that there's, uh, in the top European leagues, there's never been a season where a defender has finished top goal scorer. Yeah, but I would maybe be surprised, man. Couple of ten. I know. There, man. He's a machine. The guy mm-hmm. is a machine. It he looks possessed. Sixteen right. goals for the sixteen goals for the season. Um, not only that though, an our stat for you. Um, he's the best defender in the league as well. Thirty-five tackles and fifteen interceptions. One. Um, and according to that, you know, in terms of the best-rated defenders in Scottish top flight, that is James Tavernier. So not only is he doing it at one end of the part, he's also doing it at the other end. As I well. must be worried for January, man. Tackle the opposition box, man. Do you know what I mean? It's mental. I just think though that again it's probably a sign though of like how well the whole unit's functioning. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. I remember when when um, when Jack first come in, uh, I think Cassini signed Jack, didn't he? Was it? Aye, did I? But like you know, and obviously we still had a, didn't have our troubles to seek. Um, but uh, all of a sudden he was covering right back area like he does now, and like Kamara does over the left hand side a lot of the time. And so it's given them license, and then you've got two centre halves behind them that are a bit more solid mm-hmm. as well, and they have been. But mm-hmm. so I think it's just breeding confidence. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's a perfect aye, example aye. of a confidence player, I think, Tavernier. Yeah, it's definitely, mate. Definitely. We just look like such a well oiled machine now. We just look, even like at the weekend there, resting mm-hmm. Barisic, bringing in Bassey. It's just stuff like that. It's just that everything's working, and like have a wee bit. I'm worried about that as well. You know what I mean? Because it, when's it going to fall? That's the thing, though. Like that's the, another thing that makes us different from from passion. <clears throat> it's, it's one thing having a well-oiled starting eleven that's playing well, but we've made the most starting eleven changes in the league. Like 
we can change the starting eleven. We can bring players in, and it's still gone, man. It's yeah. still taking along. But we haven't had that before. We were always two or three injuries away for we don't know who it's going to go at all. Aye. Aye. I didn't know that, Cam. And we have had injuries as well, though. Do I mean, Aye, we have. Like, could remember we had all the midfielders out at once. It felt simple. Aye. was missing and then Roof was out. And do you know what I mean? And you're like, oh, Aye. here we go again. Aye, before, I mean, I don't know, I don't know if the, the weekend's games have, have changed it. I don't, I don't think they would have. But certainly before the weekend's games, we'd made the most starting 11 changes in the league, setting to sell it. Yeah. So it's people are coming in doing their job, man. That's the thing. We're just dismantling teams. It's the professionalism in which we're doing it. It just right. doesn't look like it's a bother. Like I no. we had pups with Olivia in the Hibs game, especially the Hibs game was really dodgy for a bit. Take them out, man. I I can't even remember being worried. No, no. Being you want to spend two inside my head. You're, you're worried that we're going to get relegated. <laughs> <laughs> uh, going back to going back to Tavernier, do you think there could be a shout for him getting an England cap? I'm just pulled. I've just pulled up the England squad. There, it's competition for that kind of right back. Kyle Walker, Trippi are the kind of two. Again, Alexander what? Arnold as well. Well, Alexander Arnold is Alexander Arnold. But do you think he, you know even getting into the squad? Do you think there's a shout for him there? I'm going to say aye, because he's my captain and I love him, but my, realistically, with Kieran Trippier, Alexander-Arnold, Kyle Walker, it's just yeah. a, it's, it's a great player at the wrong time for international, for mm-hmm. unless, unless they get injured, do you know what I mean? And then you go, right, if you're having to spread your net a bit more, you look at him and go, right, he could come in, say Trippier and Alexander, Alexander-Arnold is injured now, I think, anyway. He is, yeah. Aye, so... I don't know if they get an injury, he's a fucking more than capable deputy to come in, do you know what I mean? But there's too much quality ahead of him there. Yeah. Obviously, I hope he stays clear of England for people uh, like me. And then I agree with you, Gab. Like, obviously, for, for Tav in his career and everything he's given to Rangers, I would be brilliant for him. But I'm still getting used to us having international players again and being worried about oh. international players Aye. going on. Especially, obviously, the pandemic and stuff. It's always been when people, I mean, Hollander, do you know what I mean? Goes off international duty, comes back. Right. Um, obviously, that won't, obviously, that hopefully, that won't be a thing later on in the season. But I'm still on the boat we have. We're just getting readjusted to having international players again and the, the worry of them going off and, God forbid, getting injured. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. aye. aye. That's one of the beauties about Kent and Goldson as well, though. Every international, they get a rest because they need it. You know, like because they're yeah, that game, well. and then you look at, I don't know, you still get, you're looking. I think the the beauty of that this season as well, especially like come the Euros at the end of this campaign, your assets like Kamara and Barisic are going to be in a very very big shop window man at the Euros. Do you know what I mean? That's going to make us a bit of dough. You know what I mean? So that's a good thing. Unfortunately, it's the reality. Of that's the reality of the situation, isn't it? You know, we yeah, were speaking on uh, Celtic Daft last night about you know they've got a big, big job coming out ahead of them this summer when Edward Ayer potentially Christie move on the goalkeeping situation there. Uh, Ellie Nussi's away back to his paint club as his lax out, uh, and Scott Brown retires, and that's all happening this summer. So if, you know, if there is going to be a change, which inevitably there's going to be a change there, there's a big, big rebuilding job to to do there. <laughs> Stop smiling, Stephen. Stop smiling. It honestly is like it's like 
the dream I had like four or five years ago, God, I can't wait to get to that day where we are looking at this and they are fucking rioting outside their stadium and all that, and it's happening. (laughs) 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 After the Ross County game, Steam JR came out and says, another strong performance at a tricky place to come to. It's a team full of confidence. I'm sure all week they were saying, let's do the same to them as we did to Celtic. The players showed a lot of quality to go and hurt Ross County at times. A pleasing performance, something that wasn't pleasing. It's not come out yet. There was words said by Michael Gardine. We don't know what was said. But um, certainly Ross County are, are having an internal investigation into that to, to see what, what was said. But the way yeah. the, the way the, the, the bench and the way the players reacted to something is no something's been said there that which hasn't been very pleasant. Uh so we'll see what happens. Aye. Aye, it's like you seen Golden's reaction and you seen even Gerard going on shouting it and beating after it saying, Look, I heard it as well, so yeah. You just hope whatever's said, it gets dealt with appropriately and it just doesn't happen again because that shit's just ridiculous in 2020, man. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, right, let's say uh, we, we do at this point your Ranger Daft Rated of the Week. Um, who's been the standout player from across the week for you? We'll oh. you first, Stephen. Oh, man. Over the two games, well, it's going to be Tav and Davis at the weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, midweek. Do you know something? See midweek for me, man. Just his absolute, just his work off the ball, man. Was Ryan Kent? See the energy levels of that boy, man. And midweek, just he's so disciplined for such a young mm. boy, man. And such a offensive-minded player. He's so tactically fucking. I don't know. He's mm. he's just there, man. Doesn't he stop? So I'll go with him midweek, and I'll go with Tav weekend. All right, Gav. What about you? Um, Davis midweek for me. Uh, although I feel like I'm cheating on Ryan Kent I feel like I'm his biggest fan <laughs> boy. Uh, Davis for me uh, I think he gave the ball away once and it was like the 94th minute or something or whatever it was mental, I mean he's 35 quite a young guy obviously at 35 <laughs> uh, uh, but and last season he played like every week, the European game weekend, European weekend and and then he was best playing the part uh, up to uh, on uh, the Parkhead game we won 2-1 and then mm-hmm. after that, the form just completely. This season, he's been playing, you know, weekend, weekend, and maybe missing Europe or one, two, and then missing the weekend. Aye. So for him to have that game in midweek and then the game uh, at the weekend as well, I thought it was fantastic. Both both games, and maybe him and Tav at the weekend because the pair of them mm-hmm. was just smashing. So. Yeah. We Rabona and me. Oh. I know. Oh. It's magic. It was like he was playing a game of fives, wasn't it, at one point? <laughs> Cammy, what about you? Tav across the board for me, mate. Um, yeah. Midweek in the European game, I don't know if you have seen it, obviously, with the, the crowds not being allowed in, you can hear what the players are saying. And for the, the third goal, the Arfield's goal, with go. a bit of play, Tav screamed for the press, told the team, Aye. the team were laying off, and Tav tells them, go, go, go. Um, get the ball, and then what happens, happens. Like, Kamara's pass for Kent, and Kent to compose his cell and slide it in for Arfield. Brilliant. Um, scoring the penalty midweek, uh, weekend goal assist. Um, it's one of the it's one of the shouts that you've heard most often in the last few years at Ibrox that really um, I've no subscribed to is that oh Tav's a shite captain. He's a bad defender. He's no loud enough. He's no a leader. Fuck's sake, Tav. Aye, do you know what I mean? Oh, this mm-hmm. and that has just this season in a whole. But that moment, um, the Liege game, where he's uh, told him to push up. It's just showing like a different ahead and. I think the mentality of the man to come from where he's been with Rangers, do you know what I mean? Like, 
the Kashinia teams, the Warburton teams, um, the first couple of seasons falling away with Rangers with Gerrard and to have the cojones, man, to stand up and do that sort of stuff and be the leader in what's Touchwood looking like it potentially could be a successful season. I think he's really stepping up to the floor, man. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, touching every bit of wood. Like, because we've taken some doings, man, since he's oh, been... Aye. And, and, but aye. the one thing he's never done, ever, is not wanted the ball. He's not no, he's not, himself, he's not made himself marked. It's just... Yeah. And so <laughs> I think to come through that, man, yeah. Have we got a Rangers dafty then anyone from the week that maybe didn't do so well? Uh, we struggle every week with Stephen. We struggle every week with us at the uh, moment. One of the ball boys to shocking. I will say, say the ball boys. It's been a good week. <laughs> no dafties. Right, no dafties. Gav, no dafties for you. No dafties, mate. No, no, right, no, okay. Five word reviews coming in from um, the, the games. Uh, Start off with toll tears, ha ha ha. Um, so <laughs> support um, we're coming for you, Celtic. Um, how to beat Ross County says Alistair. We are simply the best, says Aldo. Ian says ding, dang, dong, and dingwall. <laughs> Derek says still not out second gear. I'll let you off that one, Derek. It's bad grammar, but I'll let you off with that one. Uh, so, yeah, everyone, we're all happy, boys, aye? All happy, mate. All happy. Coy's gone through the middle. He's not going to need any of them. He's going to go all the way. A magnificent goal from Alba. Let's move on to the, the next game, which is Lech Poznan away. Um, they won 4-0 there at the weekend against... Oh, we have to pronounce this team. Podbeskiditski. Oh, God. Podbeskiditski. Mate, Derek Let's call Derek Gray for this aye, one, aye. aye. Bob Beskidski. Anyway, they won 4-0 and they're up to 8th in the league. Um, though, good news for you guys is it looks like, as it's a bit of a dead rubber for them, they're basically, they've, they've had a lot of games on, so they're basically throwing out the reserves against you. Um, what do you, how do you think Gerard will line up for this game? Do you think it'll be a case of using the squad then and resting a lot of, a lot of players then? So, who, let's, let's, Stephen, give me a lineup for Thursday. Who do you think is going to start? Oft. Uh, I think you might see, might see Bassey centre halfway. Maybe, will he drop Goldson? He just doesn't, Goldson plays every game. The Gawkon and goals? Yeah. yeah. I think the Gawkon might be in goals. I think you might see. But then if you put Barisic, you might see Barisic back in. He was rested at the weekend. You might see him back in. I think in the middle of the park. Is Jack back? No. Jack back? I don't know. Zungu will start. I think Zungu might start. I think you might see... Bargain. Bargain. You might see Barker getting a game, maybe. Aye. Yeah. You might see Itton. Aye. Maybe. Uh, try to think. Will he rest Tav? I don't think Tav will get rested. I think Tav will play. Uh, I think Itton might play Zungu in the middle with... Or, the, or the, maybe maybe does he go for it and try and win the group to get no, the seat? No, no, no. I think his eyes are going to be firmly on Tanadice, man. Yeah. Aye. Definitely. What do you think, boys? Aye, like, like I said in the group chat at the weekend there, man, I would, I would play the under-16s. <laughs> 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 uh, aye, McLaughlin, I would, it's one of them where if I'm playing football manager or FIFA, this is never going to happen, right? I know this is never going to happen, but if it was me, Tav wouldn't be travelling. Goldson wouldn't be travelling. Mm. Barisic wouldn't be travelling. They'd be getting kept here to get ready for Dundee United. I'd love to have to get ready. 
similar to you, Paddy. Can he see if Golden? Can he see Golden getting rested? But I love it if you with man. <laughs> uh, the good to see Parson getting a game right back. I'd just think he's a good man. I like. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd go Patterson, Goldson, uh, begrudgingly, Balogun, Bassey, Jack if he's fit, Hadji, Zungu, and then I'd go Greg Stewart, Itton, Barker. Well, the L, Greg Stewart coming out of the cold. Yeah, I'd, I'd give him 90 minutes, mate. I'd yeah, give him 90 yeah. minutes to try and prove something. It's a dead rubber. I wasn't aware that it was Poznan or thinking the same thing. Go out, grab him before the game and say, go out and get yourself into this team. Look at Scott Arfield, man. Was on the fringes at the start of the season. Yeah. Now, one of the first names in the team sheet. No, no reason for you not to do it. Um, go and prove yourself that you want to. I know that you want to because I know that he's, he's a committed player, but go and show me what you've got, man. I'll give you 90 minutes. Go out and do it. Aye. Yeah. So, surprisingly, <laughs> when we talked about uh, we talked about earlier the European record, Rangers have actually only won two of the last 19 away games in um, major uh, European competitions. They've drawn 11, however. Um, mm-hmm. So obviously hard, hard to beat there. Uh, and like Poznan, I've I've lost all three of their major European matches against Scottish teams, and they lost twice to Alex Ferguson's Aberdeen team in the Cup Winners' Cup back in the day. Oh. I think it's go. just a free hit, man. It's a yeah. If we match Benfica's result, we're winning the group. But see, to be fair, see, even if you win the group, man, there's so many big hitters you can get as well. I, 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 do you know what? When you look at the last thirty-two in the teams, I Aye. don't think it's going to matter for you. Oh, do we so we got last last season obviously we got we got Braga and Porto Porto won the group and they got Leverkusen is that right? Mm-hmm. So, I so and then we saw what happened. <laughs> I mean, maybe Aye, I know. whatever score it was. So exactly, man. Yeah. So I don't really think it would be really nice to top the group. It would be lovely, but we're through. Whatever happens, happens. Just as long as we come out of it unscathed. Knee injuries, back up the road, and then Tannadice is a big one on Sunday. So, I mean, that, that is the big game this week, there, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Dundee United, which, I mean, it's not been the easiest grounds for Rangers. I mean, it's been a while since you've been up there, but the last the last league game, taking you back to March 2012, boys, was the last time you met Dundee United at Tannadice in the league. Because um, obviously, you've kind of missed each other when, in, aye, in the two weeks. So, uh, on that day, United won 2 1. Keith Watson and John Daly getting the game goals for Dundee United. Who got the goal for Rangers? Oh, Lee McCock. Kenny Miller. Sonia Luko. Luko. Oh, Sonia Luko, man. Mask for the past. And then the last time you actually played uh, United was in the Scottish Cup up there again. Um, you know, win for Dundee United as well. That was when Ian Black and uh, Kai Naismith got sent off. The dark John, days, boys. John, the dark days. Sorry, John. But John, we're on a good thing here. What are you doing? <laughs> so, sorry, the fucking tone, I'm, man. I'm enjoying this realism here. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's a tough place. You, you, I mean, throughout the years, I've always it's always been a tough place for Rangers to go. What he's what he's thinking. I mean, United are, are kind of. They seem. I mean, we had Mark Reynolds on the show um, earlier in the oh. season, and they seem to be quite solid in defence. But even yeah. with Shank going up front, I mean, he's been kind of, you know, had a bit of injury across Aye. across the season, but they've not been firing. But how do you think it'll go? I think it'll just be the same as Ross County. Hopefully, it's the same outcome. We won four 0 but I think it'll be the same kind of game. I think it'll be hard to break them down. Uh, when patience is the key, I feel mm-hmm. with these games at times. So. I expect us to win. I think we'll come out with three points. I think it'll be a tough game, though. And they have got players that can hurt you. I mean, Nicky Clark's been scoring a few goals for them as well, hasn't he? Yeah, uh, I like that Bolton. Is it Luke Bolton? I don't know. Uh, 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 they've got him for... See if he's Man City or something? Yeah, Man City, yeah. 
coming on from Man City. He's quite rapid, isn't he? Quite a quick player, man. So, but I just feel the way we are, man. We shouldn't be scared of anybody. So, do you, squat see the, the reaction for for, for Gerard when when we beat Leeds right, and and his post match after that game? It mm-hmm. was like when he spoke about like kind of making choices, so like resting players and all that. Like mm-hmm. that's telling you how big a thing it was to have this free hit in Poland to yeah, then exactly. make sure that like so I think he'll play Hellander in Poland so that Balgan gets a rest or he'll play Hellander so that he's not going into United cold do you know what I mean because Balgan yeah, yeah. doesn't train yeah. the same as the rest of them so that was massive man and United as you say John is like tricky place for us to go even in even like proper successful Rangers teams yeah. the one and it was a hard mm. place to go so, right. I didn't know I didn't know Hellander was out his isolation for the game on Thursday um, uh, oh, I think I think he is by now. I'm sure he is. That's good then. That's good. That'll be good. Then I would play Hellander in, in Balogun. I think to get Goldson yeah. a rest, man. Yeah, I, I, I really want Goldson rested, man. <laughs> like it gives me the like he's done so well both defensively and going forward. Uh, that that diag man just that diag just becomes. He doesn't know, and you don't even notice it. He doesn't that much. It's just becoming. It's like he's worked out a cheat on FIFA, isn't it? It's like... <laughs> <laughs> but I, I get... Able to play, if he is, then I think you're right, Gav. I'd play him, but I'd play him I'd play him. Aye. I'd play him with Balogun. Balogun. I guess the, the big thing is, though, you guys are on the 12 o'clock kickoff. Now, it's, it seems to be this season you guys are get, getting earlier kickoffs than Celtic later, whether the season before it was, it was the other way around, but... Because you want to get him for the scoreboard, man! <laughs> 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 but you, you can go six, you know, before Celtic kick a ball, you guys could be 16 points clear, and they've obviously got Kilmarnock at home. Um, poor, I mean, Dundee United come off a bad result, Kilmarnock come off a bad result there at the weekend. I mean, but 16 points, you know, going into a game that you need to win. I mean, let you know, we've spoken, you know, I spoke to Chris and Celtic Daft. He's now saying 10 rows over. He, as far as he's concerned, 10 rows. I tried to convince him otherwise, Gavin, for your, your sake. I tried to convince him otherwise because <laughs> they've still got, you've, you know, let's just say, and I, we're playing acting again because you boys are actors. Let's just say, you know, Celtic go on to win their games in hand. Um you know, then they're what seven, 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 and then they've got three games against. They've got three games against Rangers, and if they win those, you know, and you always match each other results. But it doesn't look like it's happening for Celtic. I've asked Chris on Celtic Daft. I'm going to ask you guys: Is the league over? No, no, no. But no. It would have been hilarious if Gav turned and went, aye. See something that's actually been quite reassuring. For Do you think any Rangers like, support My nervous ways. It's went... actually loads of pals are saying, Lee's not done. Do you know what I mean? Aye. Like, like, aye. Do you think we, you could find any. We all remember Alla beating us. We haven't been 2 0 up. Do you know what I mean? So. Aye, exactly, mate. Sorry, John, I kept interrupting. Sorry. Sorry. Do you think you could go out there and actually find that our angel support said the league's over? Or is everyone very much in that in your kind of mindset of it's... What, what Gav says, right, man, we're too long in the tooth. There's been, there's been too many recent fucking heartbreaks, man, for us to get carried away and go the league's if over. The, if, the last, if the last two Januaries hadn't happened, Aye. Um, I think you would, but... I was. I let myself get carried. I, last year after the the game, the twenty ninth, I let myself get carried away. I thought we were yeah. going to go all the way yeah. there. 
if no if no win it, then push them to the last two or three games. I think they're too long in the tooth, too much hurt. That being said, I think that I said this in the group chat, and I hope it doesn't come back and bite me. But fuck it, we're here now. Um, <laughs> with the pictures we've got in January, I think if we take maximum points in January, I can't see us losing it. Aye. Like Aye. A big ask, like it's Celtic at home, Aberdeen away, Motherwell away, Ross County at home, Hibs away. It's a massive Aye. one. Aye. And obviously it means that we need to win the, the games leading up to January. And it, again, a massive ask. But I think if we win those games in January, I can't see us, I can't see us messing it up. If we, and if we do somehow, then fucking don't deserve it. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, if we day I'm leaving this podcast and everything. It's just nice to be asking the questions for once aye, instead of being asked aye. the questions. Yeah, so exactly. all I've wanted for the last few years is like is getting to the point where we we are playing first. And actually playing first isn't it isn't it that helpful this week because we're away in Europe and then away in the league. I always mm-hmm. think that's the hardest thing to do. But but actually the, the fact that the European game is like it's not a dead rubber, but it like we're through it anyway. So mm-hmm. again, that that helps that. But us getting to play first, as you said, on earlier on, is like is is huge because we're getting the opportunity to put down, you know, and and the tabloids are be putting down a marker and all. That, you know I mean, like like yeah. we are getting to ask those questions instead of having to chase all the time and feeling that pressure. Mm-hmm. And again, we might still balls it up, and if we do, then we do. But like just just asking them that question shows. And the reaction to what we've seen a lot of the time is, is, is kind of like showing mm-hmm. you they're not used to being asked the questions. You know I mean? Am I not right in saying that because of the Scottish Cup final, we play an extra game before the Old Firm game? Yeah, yeah so old- we do. If we everything do. keeps going the way it's going, we could be 16 points clear come 2nd of January. Which, given, I mean, there's no catching that goal difference, kind of 17 oh. points. Aye. So, so then um, if he beats, if everything, everything goes the way it's going, you're 16 points clear, you beat them, you're 19 points clear. Jesus Christ. Jesus, but boys, on that note, let's not get Gav. <laughs> He's, Gav's got a Zoom call to do at 2 o'clock as well. Uh, He's took up enough his time. Yeah, right, and right. He looks like a nerve with eyes in him. That's brilliantly stopped by David Cooper. Let's go on quickly to some news then. Dermot... Hugh Keevans is saying that Dermot Desmond might be weighing up a gen- dramatic gesture, and this is all off the back of Dave, King- last night. Dave King's comments um, last week. I don't know if you've heard what Dave King 200 said. Million. Celtic are still coming from a position where they have resources. It's really going to be up to Celtic investors to react to the Rangers' resurgence. We are in a strong position and are well-funded, and we'd be going from strength to strength. Do you think that's poking the bear a wee bit? <laughs> No, as much as Lee Griffith saying that a Rangers player when they get in the select team, I'd print that and put it up in the wall for the old firm game, man. I tell you what, see, see Griffiths making that comment. It was quite funny because he said that, and then he said, "But we let them do all the talking." <laughs> aye, aye. And do you know, do you know what made it funny as well? He, he can't even get in the select team. No, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Do you know aye. what I mean? So. I don't know. I get back to the Dave King thing. I think Dave Dave knows what he's doing there. Do you know what I mean? Dave's uh, that. But the last time the last time they did that, they went and got Brendan Rogers Aye, in. I That's know. what we'd want here as our Rangers supporters. But mate, what happened to Brendan? He shat his pants and ran away. Do you know what I mean? I think that like I, I don't think King can help himself, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But, no. but I, and so I don't think it's necessarily help helping us. 
kind of thing. But but I think Gerard, this is what I mean about professionalism and all that. Gerard's like seems to have insulated the players from that. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Aye, aye. So that's aye. kind of that. and and also the other thing is you know Celtic could throw money at it in January or whatever, but but success comes from like succession planning and all that, you know, like mm-hmm. and, and trying to throw a big bucket of cash at somebody. Mm-hmm. I mean, like Duffy, Duffy's a good player, that's but obviously what... the Celtic system, it's like aye, that's mm-hmm. what I was going to say, man. They've already flung money at it this season. I mean, how aye. much was Barkas? Five million. And how much is they're paying fucking the big, biggest chunk of Duffy's wages, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, he was five million as well. Yeah, he was five. So you're going like that. I mean, that's a it's lot of million. money. Aye, aye. So yeah. that's a lot of money. How much did they pay for Kamara? Kamara was you know, four million. Two point five or three. Two point five. I thought he was more that. It's still, it's still a lot of money. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. If they're saying they're going to keep faith with the setup, they've got the management setup, and they throw money at it in January, then. I think I think Dave King's comments would have been more of a thing if we didn't win at the weekend. Yeah, I think now that we've went out and made such a professional job at Ross County, who just beat Celtic, it's put to bed, and we would thank you, John, for leaving it in bed and not bringing it. Up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, guess, I guess if they had hadn't made that statement, they had that they were back in Lennon and they went out and found a real, you know, went and say got an Eddie Howe or some on, of that elk to come on, that would be a bit more worrying in, in that case. But that's that's not, you know, that's not happening now. It doesn't look like. Um, more news: uh, Kai Kennedy is set to be offered a new deal. Um, currently, sources uh, he rejected the contract on the table last yeah. summer. Uh, obviously, on loan at Inverness and seems to be doing quite well up there at the moment. Um, so his deal expires in the summer because he's, you know, he's that age that he can go for for nothing to to, to some somewhere else. Um, mm-hmm. And there's there's always a lot of uh, clubs sort of sniffing about him, but thinks there's a deal going to be on the table for January. Do, do you think aye. one for, one for the future? I'm guessing. Hundred percent. I heard too many good things about. Him. I've not seen enough of him firsthand, but yeah. I've heard so many positive things about him. So it can only be a bonus if he signs a new deal with us, definitely. Yeah. Get him chopped on for the Poznan game, man. <laughs> <laughs> and the final bit of news, guys, you'll be delighted to hear that Live It Up by Mental as Anything has shot to number one in the UK charts after 35 I'm, years. I, I'm playing it in the podcast today for Toll. I cannot wait. I've got my speaker and everything sitting I, here. Yeah, yeah I can't wait to see that. That's going to be amazing, man. <laughs> 35 years <laughs> after it was released, it has went to number one in the fucking charts, which is just unbelievable. I've Love got it ready man. for him, man. I cannot wait. I've got it. I'm sitting here ready to fucking play it. I'd never, I'd never heard this song before, man, but I was literally listening to it in the motor. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you can't play, too, can't play too much or we'll get done by PRS, Stephen. <laughs> Done by Dad for getting ahead of yourself. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this is too positive. I'm going to have to go, boys. <laughs> Here's Gascoigne now, pushing forward. Showing great determination. Oh, he's done it again. So uh, that's it for uh, Rangers Daft from this week. Thank you very much for us. And Gavin, thank you very much for coming on. And also to Cammy as well. Thanks for joining. Thanks, boys. I really appreciate it, boys. Uh, me and Stephen will be back on the main podcast this Friday in the company of Chris Toll and our guest this week uh, we've already recorded an interview brilliant interview with Mr Pat Nevin he was good, man. He was good. He was very good. Man. So, was really good, good chat, really good chat. A lot of uh, music chat as well as football chat. And he's, he's just some great stories he had to tell. So, you hear that. hear that on the main podcast this Friday. Uh, remember, 
rate, subscribe, review Football Daft on Apple or whatever you get or you get your podcast. And until next time, boys. We are the people. Welcome Take to care. the party. <laughs> <laughs> Audio Frontier. <laughs>